0: Welcome to Reality Blows. My name is Nick Maritato.
1: I'm Ashley Brooke Roberts.
0: This is a podcast all about reality television. That is true. On this particular podcast, we will be recapping the Challenge Season 36, Double Agents, Episode 8, entitled...
1: A Muddy Matter. A
0: Muddy Matter. Mm,
1: I think we have a little disclaimer we need to put up top. Okay. And that is that Nick and I are over... Josh.
0: Oh, Yeah. Um, thanks I'm glad you started this off Josh is done he's done in this household yeah we are no longer Josh stands we are I can't
1: believe we liked him for so long
0: I can't believe it I'm embarrassed I'm really sorry that um, we uh, subjected you to our opinions on Josh I mean uh, to be quite honest it, you know um, I think what we were doing is is probably even akin to bullying really what how we were treating Josh where we kept sort of you know, I uh, almost gaslighting uh, the community by saying Josh is great when we all knew Josh is not great. He's just I, a bit...
1: d- I disagree. I li- really liked Josh. I enjoyed his personality. I thought he was funny. I liked how earnest and vulnerable he was. And I, th- I thought of him as someone who needed to be protected.
0: And I didn't really. I just thought he was dumb and it was funny because he would say stupid things and he- it's easy to get him angry. So I like that he provided some some yeah giggles that's like your favorite me. thing. I like I like you like dumb angry guys. <laughs> I like that I could laugh at him, I, and, and 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 I think you guys could tell that that's what I liked about him. And but, I
1: thought he was just a sweetie with a heart of gold who was just too like you know childlike for the uh, the the challenge house. But unfortunately, we have seen the true side of Josh, and now we can never go back.
0: I mean. A bunch of you probably have watched his season of Big Brother. We're like in the middle of it right now. And my God, it's the most unlikable character. I mean, that first of all, it's the worst casted season of all time. Horrible
1: it's season. Last night. Despicable. Last night we were walking around in Target. I mean, this is more of a Monday type show uh, conversation. We're going we're gonna to end this immediately. But, but we're last gonna, we'll night we were walking thoughts. around in Target and then Nick just looked at me. He's like, Big Brother's making me so angry.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, Josh is despicable on that show. Horrible, um, and uh, the most unlikable person in the world. And so I, uh, yeah, I, I mentioned to Ash, that's it. I, I'm, a, we should make a, we should make a statement. We are no longer fans of Josh.
1: So, so, so now you know.
0: So now you know. And this is a Josh episode. So uh, why don't we just get into it?
1: The recap from last week showed us that swinging cargo from a helicopter. It showed us uh, Josh and Fessy being pitted against Devin and Kyle in the house. Really, sort of Devin and Kyle trying to rile them up. We see Leroy send Jay home, and we see that um, rogue. I said rogue, and Corey are partners now, and I meant Teresa. Teresa and Corey are partners. So that was last week. You guys feel caught up? Oh yeah. Back at the house. This is only interesting to me and so but I still have to say it usually uh the show opens with people filing into the house after the elimination that's how every episode opens they're coming back from elimination right where we left off and the person who walks in first is always the victor okay so cam when she won she walks in first anisa when she won she walks in first this episode casey walked in
0: first do you think it's ladies first
1: I don't know. I mean, Casey is Leroy's partner, so it's like maybe winning team first. But we've only seen the victor walk in first. This episode, we see Casey walk in with a Leroy following behind her. And then we see Leroy and Cam in the bunks, so happy. Leroy, in an interview, says, I'm finally happy in this game. Nani shows up. She does a little dance. Um, they Cam just, like, is beaming. I mean, this is such a positive beginning to this episode. Then they're talking, Cam and Leroy, and they're saying like, Cam is basically saying like, I want to make sure you have someone strong to run the final with. We both have gold skulls. We're both going in the final. But in order, and she doesn't say this, but it's implied, in order to advance, in order to, if, if both of us are playing in the final on different teams, then the chances of one of us winning is higher than if we were on the same team, right? So it makes sense. Heads your bets here. Absolutely. So Cam's saying, like, I want to make sure you, Leroy, have someone strong to run the final with. And then they start kind of talking about who they want the next uh, girl to be to leave the house. Who's the next girl going to be to leave the house um, and then Cam is sort of saying, I would love to see Teresa go and maybe like a Teresa versus Casey or a Teresa versus Lolo type situation. And then, um, in an interview, Cam says, I, I, but I want to make a move on Teresa, but I've got to wait until we have a girl's rogue agent. Cause right now they don't have any rogue agents everyone's in a team everyone has a partner so it's kind of hard to tell whether this is going to be a girl's week or a guy's week
0: and i guess they figured out that like yeah when there is a rogue agent of a certain gender um then it almost sort of gives you a little hint on what the it 100
1: percent does if you have one guy who's by himself and doesn't have a partner that week is going to be a girl's week Mm -hmm. and vice versa but if you have no rogue agents who knows I mean, last week was a guy's week, so I assumed this week would be a girl's week. But they seem in the house to think that it's unknown. No one has any idea, and so no one wants to make any big moves.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I find it fascinating that, you know, there's not so much talk in any given episode of this season about how are we going to eliminate the guys
1: that's a good point. It,
0: it, the entire season so far has sort of uh, hinged on, let's get this woman out. Let's yeah. get this woman out. Yeah. Or we should try and get this woman out. And no
1: one's talking about sending Durrell home. Well, I mean, we saw Teresa and CT have a second of a right. conversation and about it. but That was
0: more of like uh, to show uh, Teresa getting outed and, yeah. and giving us more uh, cannon fodder for why she should be thrown in. And eventually she is, but... Yeah, it seems like all the guys that go home, it's like of like the storyline is, we're trying to get this girl out, then they send them in, and it's a guy's day or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's just not much going on, and I wonder if that's because the men in the house are less strategic in that way. Um,
1: well, a plot line starts to develop this episode that they haven't really touched on, and it really it really picks up in this next scene. Um, and that plot line is the idea that some people are not being put into the crater because the house has just decided they don't want to let this person get a gold skull Mm. so the next scene we see is Lolo and Nam talking in the hallway and they're having like a heated conversation that almost feels like it's about nothing I'm going to tell you what it's about but it's going to be hard to explain what sides each one is on because it just seemed more like two frustrated people communicating about their frustration
0: yeah this is also a, a scene that could have taken place at any point so far in the season it might have been cherry-picked to sort of tell this story Um, and it may have been from week two you know what I mean
1: I don't know though because it is very Leroy and Cam specific and so that they're coming off a Leroy win but it could have taken place anytime but basically like Lolo and Nam are talking and Nam says he trusts Leroy and Cam and then Lolo's like you're you're putting a target on my back because you're like making promises to a side that doesn't fuck with me. Excuse my language. Do we need to edit that out? No. They edited it out on the show. Um, you're making promises with a side that doesn't like you know really talk to me that much. And 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 Nam's like, I'm not making promises. I just trust them for now. Like I'm getting along with them. And then in an interview, Lolo's uh, really puts it out on the table, saying like. People in the house are not going to let me get a skull. And then Nam in an interview is like, Lolo is too dramatic. And then, by the way, while all this is happening, we see CT in the background. He walks by once. He walks back again. And then all of a sudden, boom, his head pops up. He interrupts them. He says, excuse me to interrupt. But if you two could get your shit together, you're going to be the scariest people in the house.
0: Yeah, okay, so it's fun to watch him walk back and forth, because you can kind of see him. The first time he walks by, he almost takes a, a look at the camera, like, ooh, something's going on here, and then he, uh, he passes them really quick. He goes back down the hallway. Then they're in, like, deep conversation for, like, another five seconds, and he pops up and almost scares the shit out of you. I like mean, a whack-a-mole. Yeah, I mean, like, in between them. Yeah. And he's like, come on, guys. Um, Now... It, to me, uh, what do you think's going on here? I think this is CT's game. He likes to impart knowledge. He knows, I think CT absolutely knows he's CT and is like the veteran on this show. And so um, what people tend to listen to him no matter how he competes in challenges or what's going on in his game. People are like, oh, like, you know, what were they calling him, Pops? Yeah. Pops is talking about The me.
1: Brits call him Pops.
0: So, you know, I think he kind of likes that position. You know, also we've seen in the past him kind of talking to Lolo, like trying to get Lolo to like, yeah, hey, yeah, if I can make it work. Remember during his um, his reign of uh, of of agency or whatever they're yeah, calling it when his,
1: Tori and Anissa ended up going. Right.
0: In. He had a conversation with Lolo being like, I want you to get in there. Let's 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 see you get that skull and all that stuff. And maybe in, in the in back of his mind, he's like, well, she wouldn't be a bad person to partner up with in the final, you know
1: ct is the only thing making lolo likable because in this inter, this next interview he's like i feel for lolo i understand her frustration right
0: and 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 at some point in this show um lolo mentions that um you know and it's it's later she's having a conversation with somebody else but uh, she just mentions that um you know that the female veterans are not really talking to her yeah uh that much and uh you know i think the male veterans are i think the male veterans are like "Ooh, i'm gonna court this person because i would love to run a final with lolo yeah so uh it's it's interesting it's an interesting situation it's you see lolo and nam on this show uh, announced and you're like they're gonna fucking destroy people not the case folks we're halfway through the season not the case
1: they haven't won one daily and uh, neither of them have a gold skull. And
0: they're being iced out.
1: And they're fighting
0: constantly. It's, uh, it's, it's a tough game, the challenge.
1: So that takes us to the big blue couch. We have Leroy, Devin, Corey, Michi, and Kyle all kind of sitting on this Crescent Moon couch. And they're chit-chatting. And Leroy's saying it's not going to be easy to keep these gold skulls. Because let's remember, three out of these five guys have gold skulls. Leroy, Devin, yes, Devin does have a gold skull. And Kyle... Corey and Michi do not. Kyle is saying, you know, someone's going to miss out. Someone's not going to get a gold skull. They're going to have been here this whole time, and they're going to feel like a fool. Corey, in an interview, says it's coming down to it. Corey's feeling the pressure. Michi says to the group, I want to win a daily so I can choose to go in. I want it to be in my hands. Yeah,
0: um, and that's Kyle throws it to Michi. Like, everybody's talking big game, having stuff, and then... Kyle kind of looks over at Michi and he's just like, well, let's include Michi in this, I guess. And, yeah, he's like, so uh, he's do saying, you want to go in? So what's up with you, Michi? And Michi's like, he, yeah, he says, yeah, I want to win a daily so, you know, I can figure out whether or not I, I want to go in. It's basically like saying, yeah, I'd like um, it to be sort of handed to me if possible. Right. Could it be handed to me? Okay, just checking.
1: Michi in an interview says, I don't know shit about what's going on in this house. I don't understand. He's basically like, I don't really get what's happening in the challenge, but I'm trying my best. I I believe
0: he also said like at some point in this show he says, like, I need like just like a few more weeks. Yeah. Like, like, dude, this is eight weeks into this game. Uh, maybe start talking to some folks
1: all five of the guys on the couch start um, laughing at josh and then they kind of propose a plan to put josh against fessy devin says something that makes nick laugh
0: oh you didn't write it down i don't oh, know what it i is. thought you would remember <laughs> no. no why are they all laughing they're laughing at josh about what are they saying to him why are they laughing about him that you didn't write down where he was or what was going on he's not even in the room no
1: they're just kind of laughing at the idea of josh yeah yeah And they propose a plan to put Josh against Fessy. Yeah. The point is, is that all the guys are just clearly don't respect Josh. And that is the takeaway here. And then in an interview, Kyle says that as soon as he has power, he's going after Fessy and Anissa. He is burnt from when they blindsided him. He's not over it. And he wants to get back at them. He wants revenge. Then we see Josh and Fessy talking to each other. And Josh is saying, like, I haven't had a chance to put respect on my name. I want people to respect me. I want that opportunity. Josh, in an interview, reminds us that his parents came from Cuba to live the American dream. And that that he that if he won the show, he could really help them with that.
0: He said he can change with $500,000. He can change that in an instant. Mm. He already won five hundred thousand dollars
1: on Big Brother, and did he not
0: change that in an yeah, instant? And what
1: happened to that?
0: Just needs another five hundred thousand. That's can't it. Can't
1: believe he wins this season.
0: He does. He wins this the season Big, Brother Big Brother season. We're not watching, which the challenge. Which is from two thousand seventeen.
1: Which seems impossible. Do it you does. think Josh could ever win the challenge? No. Back, I, I, We could do a whole episode about how someone could win Big Brother and not win the challenge. I'd be fascinated by that.
0: It's very easy. You don't have to be a physical beast to win Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, but
1: also something happens to people in the Big Brother house where it becomes like Lord of the Flies-esque in yeah. a way that doesn't happen in it's the challenge house. It's different
0: games. If, uh, if you had to get your votes from Cam at the end of the show... You know what I mean? And Kyle, they're not going to vote for Josh. You know what I mean? It's that's the whole thing. Is the jury aspect is what changes those games from these games.
1: We see Amber B in an interview say that she has an alliance with these rookie gals. Let's remember Amber B is from Big Brother. She's Darrell's partner. She's saying she has an alliance with the gals. These are her friends. You know, Big T, Gabby, Amber M, the itty bitty small committee, and um, she's like, these are you know these are my this is my alliance, but. I have been with Big Brother people from day one. We then see that the challenge has been activated, the green light has been activated, and they all leave the house to go to the Daily, which, by the way, Nick brought up. They are saying the Daily on the show... Like so much,
0: Michi said, "I just want to win a daily." It, it's interesting to me that they're talking about dailies and CT. I think mentions daily. Um, that, that's what he says when he when he talks to Nam and yeah. Lolo. He goes He's like just, just win, win a, a daily. daily. And I, I haven't heard the word daily used in a long time on this show, and it's weird. In the first you know quarter of this episode, I'm hearing it twice. Uh, um, i guess they're throwing it around
1: what i always believed which is that the daily is part of their the challenge lingo and that production just cut it out production seems to like want certain words to be buzzwords and i think it's a twitter thing like they wanted like the dirty it's a dirty game they wanted that to be a thing the the prospects they wanted that to be a thing so
0: compromising agents
1: yeah rogue agents compromised agents So um, our challengers greet TJ outside, and he says that today's uh, challenge is called All Brawl. There's going to be a mud pit, a challenge iconic relic in that mud pit. People are going to go in heats, and um, whoever gets the relic and goes to the finish line is the winner of that round. There's only one winner her around and then he's like and i'll tell you what phase two is after we get there Ooh. the first group is nani lolo anisa big t and cam and uh, and lolo there's a lot of talk a lot of interview talk lolo saying like she's ready like she's been activated she's gonna win she's a competitor um, so they're in this mud pit. They, they wade around in this mud pit. They're looking for something in the bottom of the mud pit. And then once they find it, they then have to get to the finish line without all the other players sort of jumping on them and pulling it out of their hand. When we see this, I look at Nick and I go, well, really, what you got to do here is you got to find it and then very casually move to the edge and then take off before anyone can see that you have it.
0: Yes. And, and, and it is, that is, in fact, what you should do
1: that is in fact what you should do so all the gals are like looking around for this they're they're groping in the mud kyle starts saying hold on, wait that, hold on, what what did i say
0: they're groping in the mud they're
1: groping the mud they're like groping around <laughs> in the mud their hands are down in the mud <laughs>
0: what would you say i've never i searching i've never heard They're
1: definitely groping
0: groping <laughs> i don't know if you can grope <laughs> objects Really,
1: I think you can.
0: I think groping is kind of like, uh, you know, you know, groping a human in, in like it's a negative way of touching somebody. Right? Yeah, in I think I think of it as sort a of sexual a, a sexual way, a sexualized, I, negative sexualized. Okay, I need way. you to pause. It. No. I need you to look up the word groping. Pause. All right, fine.
1: Hey, okay, here we go. Are we back on? Yeah, we're back on. Groping the number one, um, the the number one definition Survey for the word sense. for the word grope. Feel about or search blindly or uncertainly with the hands. Well,
0: it's all—it's oh, interesting. That is exactly what they're doing. I mean, you're 100% <laughs> right. And I will take this loss, but.
1: You just think of it as being a titty being fondled. Uh, Ash,
0: do you not just think? You really think like if,
1: I? I thought I was just using it how it was supposed to be uh, used. Yeah, if if I was groping around in the mud, say
0: say Lily was like under the covers or cat Lily somewhere, and we couldn't really find her, and then you were just like, just grope around and see if you can grope her down there. Do you? <laughs> doesn't that well, seem you weird?
1: Don't, you don't. <laughs> I wouldn't say it as like. <laughs> I wouldn't say it as a command because it is a... a, Could you get
0: down there and grope Lily really quick? It's
1: a verb that describes something that's kind of sloppy and done poorly. Yeah,
0: that's how I do things.
1: Okay, listen. So they're all groping around in the mud and then Kyle starts yelling, Nani has it. And then everyone turns and looks at Nani, but she doesn't have it. And that's funny. And then Nani finds it and just pulls it up like, oh my God, and starts running. Everybody jumps on her immediately. Beat
0: the shit out of her. Yeah, Lolo
1: in an (laughs) interview. Like I can block out all of the noise and have full focus on the task at hand. I'm an
0: athlete and I have the ability to block out all noise and light. Um, yeah, Lolo's
1: a disappointment for me. I got to say this. I, I I was excited Lolo was going to be on the challenge because I liked her in Champs versus Stars, and I'm wondering I think like pros pros versus, versus stars the first no, season. No, no,
0: Champs versus pros.
1: Champs versus pros, and I think maybe it was Louise Hazel that like brought out the fun entertaining part of Lolo like
0: you haven't seen Lolo's big brother yet that's true I'm just finding her to be kind of a
1: she's fizzling out here on the challenge Nam is too likable and she's just arguing like giving Nam at it like you know she's giving him grief all of the time Lolo has
0: like emotional problems you can tell it's just like the way she reacts to things the way her eyes look and and you're just like oh my god you know she's hurt watch out
1: all the girls are kind of piling on nani and then nani throws the relic to cam cam catches it runs to the finish line there you go after this happens yes
0: i want to say they make this sound like i don't know this was the worst this is what cam says she goes this is the worst decision she can make but honestly the best decision she could make uh talking about nani throwing it to her yeah i feel like what they were trying to tell us was this was about keeping it away from lolo like and so that that's what they wanted to say like this was was great because Lolo didn't get it.
1: Mm, mm, interesting. Um, I think that it just makes sense because. Nani and Cam are will always be in an alliance as long as Cam's dating Leroy, I assume, because they that's like they have real life bonds, those three. So I you know, if everybody's piling on me, I would throw it to my real life bond as well. Immediately after this ends, Lolo starts saying that Anisa choked her. Lolo is
0: pissed. So while this happened, uh, Anisa basically um, you know, we she get an pulled interview.
1: Lolo back.
0: We get an interview from Anissa, which is like I saw Lolo and it's like, you know what? I'm going to jump on her. And if I can jump on her in this position, uh, uh, if somebody grabs the um, what it, the relic.
1: Which, by the way, can you explain? It's just a crossbar.
0: Right. It's a crossbar that they that they hold on those like, you know, they've used this before uh, in eliminations where it's like people are holding on to it. The first person to rip it away. So that's what the relic that they're looking for. And and, uh, and and Anissa says, I'll jump on her. Oh, I have a stupid alarm going off. Is that a reminder to
1: take your pills? No,
0: it's a reminder that every time I am doing this podcast that this alarm goes <laughs> off. So what I'm going to do is, on just to prove to everybody that I'm cool, yeah. I'm going to turn it off right now.
1: Oh, that's pretty Isn't cool. That nice?
0: So um, Anissa says, "Like I'll jump on her. And if for some reason the relic pops out and somebody else grabs it, I will be in the way of the finish line and I could tackle whoever comes. So she has like a, a plan here. It's not like about killing uh, a Lolo. It's no. about like, how can I strategically place myself to get this relic?
1: The gals don't want Lolo to get the relic. and They're not telling us why. I guess the idea is that they don't want her to have a chance to get a gold skull. I'd like that to be said. I don't understand why everyone's not letting her get it. Or not? I mean, I understand why people aren't letting her get it because you're there for a challenge. But the fact that Anissa and it felt like this concerted effort with this group, like Lolo can't win. Yeah. Um. We okay. So Lolo starts saying Anissa choked Lolo's her. Lolo's pissed. She's pissed. She's pissed. She's going around. You choked me, and I would never. Blah, 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 blah. And then Cam in an interview is like, <laughs> Lolo. My dear, this is a physical competition. This isn't the Olympics. You need to chill. Darrell says something funny as well. Darrell's the one who says in the interview, this isn't the Olympics. These people don't play fair. Getting some fun interviews from Durrell this um, episode. Yeah, these
0: people play dirty um
1: lola's going around you literally tried to choke me in an interview she's like i'm so frustrated um really lots of dud interviews from big t this episode big t's interview about this whole scene is like i feel bad for her yeah this wasn't (laughs) a great big
0: t episode no no no
1: um heat number two is kyle fessy nam josh and michi um okay so they're all feeling around They're feeling around, feeling around, feeling around. And then Nam does what I said he should. He finds the icon, and then he slowly moves through the water till he gets to the edge. He pops up, he runs, he wins.
0: Boom! It was uh, really masterfully done uh, by Nam.
1: And then he does that like turbo thing. Oh
0: Woo-hoo! yeah, he does like a Hadouken, um, w- or whatever the uh, sort of the Street Fighter uh, blast or, or, or some sort of anime situation. But it is interesting that he has taken the mantle of the of the the what's the guy dude's name? Turbo. I always want to call him Robo. <laughs> Robo. Like RoboCop. Yeah, like RoboCop.
1: <laughs> Lolo still looks pissed, even though her partner has won. Heat number three is Amber B, Amber M, Teresa, Gabby, and Casey. I feel like Amber B, Amber M, Teresa, and Gabby are always in the same heats. They were in the same heat for the um the the like cargo sack hanging from the helicopter. Um, um
0: I think they're doing this by size. They're trying oh, to give everybody a shot. Oh,
1: that's smart. You know
0: what I mean. If you, you, you put Anissa and Gabby in the same thing, I mean, it's just she would just toss her around like a rag doll. And I yeah. mean, that's not that that doesn't happen anyway, but I think they try to do their best. Right.
1: That makes sense. OK, so they're all in the mud pit and then Teresa finds the relic and she's going to do the same thing Nam did. But she's so bad at it like she's smiling she's like crouched down too oh, low she has she's like moving the
0: craziest grin on her face and uh you know people on the sidelines are basically like listen she should never play poker that is terrible yeah
1: everyone's like teresa's got it
0: and 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 somebody yells teresa's got it and then they pounce on teresa and
1: they pounce on teresa and then miracle at, like out of nowhere gabby wins somehow
0: So, basically, they're all fighting. They're all fighting. It seems like Casey rips it away from Teresa, but is also in, like, a headlock. So, she's, like, bent down, and she rips it away and kind of puts the relic towards her back and Gabby is just kind of like out of the scrum so she sees the relic and just grabs it and bolts and wins.
1: Yeah and then Devin in an interview does the thing that I hate the most when male competitors on the challenge do he goes "Uh, yeah I'm really proud of my partner and I, I really hope this win gives her some more confidence in this game. Now
0: why do you hate that?
1: Because guys are always in the challenge talking about how their partner is like insecure and they want her to have more confidence and it just feels like like, I don't know. There's something. I can't explain it, but it bothers me. The ladies aren't doing that about their partners. You know, you never hear um, Cam saying, like, I just wish Kyle had more confidence in this game. I hope this win gives him some confidence. All
0: these guys have so much confidence, though. That's the problem.
1: Yeah, but, like, Gabby does have confidence. I don't believe that she doesn't. I, what it is to me is it's an it's a misinterpretation Of Gabby's game. Mm. And that's why it bothers me. Because Devin's saying, like, the way Gabby's not behaving like I behave. And so she must therefore be insecure. That is how. I interpret it not every situation but it's just a pattern I've seen in the game and and I've seen it usually coming from cocky dudes saying their partner is insecure and they hope that it gives them confidence. Mm.
0: I do yes I, I agree with you. I do hope this gives her some confidence. So.
1: Nick, what Sorry. the hell? Heat saying. number 4 is Corey Devin Leroy Durrell and CT and then CT just like wins immediately.
0: Well, CT does this thing where he like he's like using his feet. He like drags his feet like across the uh the the mud pit and everybody's like mm, cd's got it and then everybody's like cd's like what are you talking about i don't even have my hands in the thing and it's just like he's just walking and shuffling with his feet and i mean there's that point where like leroy like crawls by him and does you know to kind of check to see but he doesn't you know doesn't seem to have anything so when, when he's about three quarters of the way through the um uh mud pit like that's when he kind of reaches down grabs it makes his run for it wins yeah um so I, I can't tell whether or not he had it from for the whole thing of the mud pit Or whether or not he had it because, uh, you know, he got it at the very end when he grabbed it. No one knows.
1: Everyone's like, why is CT standing up? Why is he standing up? And I look to Nick and I'm like, well, of course he's standing up. He's waiting for someone to find it so that then he can go tackle them. He doesn't want to be crouched down. That's like um, a position, a weak position. He wants to be standing up watching. So that's what I assumed was going on. But then he just, yeah, he reaches down in the water, grabs it from underneath his feet, takes off. Okay, so they win, and then TJ expl- TJ explains that the next phase is going to be the two winners against each other. Phase two. First up is CT versus Nam, and TJ is so excited.
0: He's you, pumped, and I was pumped too.
1: You can see him, like, like grinning ear to ear. I mean, this is going to be a battle of the titans, and it quickly is. Um, they get into it. CT kind of pins Nom down and he says, like, I've got Nam right where I want him. And I'm just trying to understand how CT has the upper hand here. You know, Nick and I were talking about it. I assumed Nam would win. He looks like he's more physically in shape and he also has youth on his side but then Nick brings up the point that like CT has experience and he has everyone in the house is kind of scared of him yeah I
0: mean Nam kind of looks scared to be on the challenge he a does bit, you and know? there's a
1: boyishness to him so
0: there's confidence issues uh, with with Nam and um, I you know after this win I hope this would help him with his confidence um, if, if he were to win this but he doesn't and CT just puts a uh, kind of like uh, an elbow on his like chest basically and keeps him at bay and then eventually kind of wrestles it i mean just he has the upper hand on him literally yeah and the leverage on top of him now they're pretty much the same height they look to be the same size Nam is just cut You know, and and CT is just kind of thick. Uh, There's a difference there, but also, you know, there's a man difference there. Uh, CT's a man.
1: CT pulls it out of his hands, and then he just kind of places it on the grass. So the finishing line has been replaced by just getting the crossbar out of the ring. And TJ, um, you know, announces CT is the winner. Next up is Cam versus, dun dun, dun 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 Gabby. How's yeah. this going to go? What do you guys
0: think? I think it's going to go the way we all think it's going to go.
1: Cam wins almost immediately. He yeah. <laughs> just, like, hands it to Cam, basically. <laughs> yeah. um, TJ announces that CT and Cam will now advance to sudden death, but round three will involve their partners.
0: Uh-oh.
1: CT is his. So that
0: means Kyle and CT have to go up against each other and Cam and Big T have to go up against each other. And the rules here are that uh, both both members of the team have to win their heats. So they'll just keep going until two members, one after another, win their competitions. TJ
1: and, says we'll be here all day.
0: And they don't even have to um, go to the finish line on this one. They just This is a classic like uh, rip the thing, the, the relic away from your uh, part, the person you're wrestling, and just basically raise it in the air as the victor. Um, and CT is throwing kind of a fit here. He's so pissed off. They have these interviews. You know, they do these pre-competition uh, interviews. And, uh, you know, basically, uh, Big T is kind of looking, like, cowering. And she doesn't want to have to go back in there. She's freezing. She doesn't want to go up against Cam because, uh, you know, there's a huge uh, uh, difference in size between the two and might as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Big T's like, oh, I-, I feel bad for my partner because of this. And then, basically, T- CT just cuts Big T off and goes, this This is stupid. It's dumb. What am I going to do? She's going to lose to Cam, obviously, and then I'm just going to be wrestling, you know, Kyle all day long. This is dumb and then she just kind of walks off.
1: Yeah, he's like mad at production. He's pissed
0: that they did this to him. He's pissed.
1: And I I you know, I feel for him here. I do. Um Cam goes in against you know, right before Cam goes in though, she says in her pre challenge interview, she goes, "I never underestimate anybody, but I think I have a pretty good chance." Yeah,
0: and I agree with her. And so they go in against one another and and once again, you know, Big T just basically hands it over to Cam.
1: Cam wins <laughs> immediately. And
0: then it's uh we got the the men going at it they wrestle around for a little bit but then eventually they get to kind of the edge and it just seems like kyle rips it away from ct
1: now someone brings up the fact that kyle has beaten ct in a elimination like this i think it was war of the worlds one where ct went home in like the first couple of episodes um and then kyle's like yeah but there was another guy in there with me
0: Right. Um, and it's different. And, he, and the whole time, Kyle is like shaking in his boots that he's got to fight yeah. CT for this time. But then he rips it away from him pretty quickly. Um, and then, hard
1: to tell if CT let him do that un- out of... Yeah, hard yeah. to
0: tell until um, they sort of start doing some interviews with some other people and, like, with Devin and stuff. Well,
1: and- okay, let, back it up, Nick, because this is a very fun moment. Kyle has an interview where he's like, I won fair and square. Like, that was it. I won. And then it was it's kind of like a record scratch on the video, and all of a sudden Devin comes up from the corner, just the silhouette of Devin, and he's like, there's no chance.
0: There's no chance in it and uh, then all of a sudden you cut over back to Kyle and he's like laughing maniacally <laughs> and then you cut back to cut to CT in an interview with CT and CT's like listen uh, he beat me or whatever but uh, let's let's not make a big deal about it or it'll happen for real next time and then so basically winking at the camera they and and people oh Devin I believe actually says like clearly before the uh, the competition they cut a deal and the deal probably went like this uh, memory they, they had the, the fake CT come up and with yeah. a bobblehead, yeah, mouthing the words that Devin was saying. It was just like, Hey, listen, yeah, I'm just, you just Cam is just gonna beat Big T, and I we're gonna be doing this forever. This is stupid, so uh, why don't you just win? <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, I, I think we can all assume. The fact that production used this time to tell this story—that this is probably what happened.
1: Yeah, I think that you know? that's fair, and I think it's pretty
0: good for production to do that. You know, this is CT is an important property to the show, and to see that CT was just defeated so quickly in this is not good for the franchise. You want CT to be the the beast that is CT. You don't want to go up against him. Yeah, it's better for the show to to have everybody think that he has thrown it rather than losing fair and square.
1: Yeah, because he just beat Nam too yeah. so it's like we want him to be sort of the giant slayer so who
0: knows it's not 100 sure but i think I, i'd like to believe ct gave it to him
1: cam and kyle are now double agents they have all the power
0: back at the house i'd like to also mention here big t um this is important ct is really talking about uh the fact that that big t is kind of holding him back in ways yeah in in a lot of his interviews just kind of being like ah, i wish i picked cam and what are you gonna do and and, uh, you know, it's like, uh, Big T, what am I going to do with Big T? I can't run a final with Big T. And, like, there is, like, all of a sudden, they used to be this happy team, tea time, as I like to call them. Yeah. And, and it's there's some cracks. And I think CT is um, struggling a bit because something that he had mentioned before when he talked to Lolo and Nam, which we forgot to mention, was that Big T feels for them because he feels like he's getting sandbagged just like Lolo is getting sandbagged the fact that none of these guys want him to get his skull Mm -hmm. and that it's, it's making it a lot harder because everybody's not allowing him into the competitions to get a skull number one. And even if uh, he would have a chance, he can't because his partner is big T and he just never will have another shot to be in the power position like they were on that hanging challenge. But who knows? I mean, it might happen. Didn't happen this week though. The winners and the, uh, the, the double agents of the day, Are once again Kyle and Cam. Killa Cam and Killa Kyle. It's the Killers, the Team Killers.
1: Back at the house, Amber M. is giving an interview and she says a lot of people are looking at me and my partner as weak targets. Her partner, of course, being Michi. Lolo says it was dirty what Anissa did. We see Anissa and Teresa talking about it in the bunks. Anissa's like, what is this lady going on about? Like, I was just pulling her back. I wasn't choking her. And then Teresa says to Anissa, she's not a challenger. She's not one of us interesting that they're making that distinction. Lolo is now talking to Kyle and Fessy in the, that sort of like glass den of a gym and she's talking about Anissa. She's all worked up. She's going on and on about Anissa and then we see Cam and Kyle they're talking in the bunks and they're quarter, they're sort of strategizing. Cam saying, look, I was already approached by Josh and Nani and they want to go in against Amber and Michi and Kyle's like, no Cam, let's fuck over our enemies. Let's Put Fessy and anisa in there.
0: Let's do that. At this point, I say I think Kyle is my favorite challenger. I, at the moment, um, I like Kyle more than I like anybody else on a consistent basis. There are people I like on this show. You know, I like Devin on on this season. I do, but Devin annoys me a lot. And in the yeah. past, he's annoyed me quite a bit. And I'm sure Kyle, when he first got introduced, and that was the whole uh, him yeah. and Cara Maria thing. It, that was annoying. It kind of was annoying. But then when it kind of got spun into him kind of throwing that and lording that over um, Pauly, yeah. then all of a sudden I was like, oh, I like Kyle. I like his antagonistic behavior because I don't like Paulie. And since then, I have never really wavered on Kyle. And this season in particular, his interviews are hilarious. Yeah. Um, he, his uh, gameplay and tactics are fun to watch. He is really fired up. He's getting into altercations with people he's screaming at the side of the house that i'm not really fans of which is the big brother alliance um and uh it just to me he's just funny in in consistently in these shows and now his competition he used to kind of be an, a non-factor um and the well, past he
1: presented few- himself as a non-factor but he did make it to the final in his first season
0: right that was had a lot to do with car did it not she picked him over Leroy. So, yeah. so I feel like the last couple this season, he's 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 won in a crater elimination, um, and the last what didn't he he made the final last season. He's becoming more of a physical threat in these games, and so it's it's it, it pays off to follow him uh, more. He used to just be the person who, when you needed like a funny line to say, they'd cut to him. He's now an important part of this franchise and this season. Him and Cam might be the best team in the whole goddamn house, you know, politically, uh, sh- uh, strategically, and they're not too friggin' bad when it comes to competitions either. And they've won twice now, and uh, you know, so that's about as much as anybody's won in this game, right? Yeah. So, so I I'm 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 just with all these things added up, I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I think I think I'm a I'm a big fan of Kyle. I think he's my favorite challenger
1: yeah i'm definitely team kyle he is bear without the baggage he's bear without
0: the baggage he's
1: bear without the um like you know legal issues with minors he's funny
0: so here's the difference between bear's comedy and kyle's comedy really quick bear plays a character of like i'm you know i'm gonna say stupid things and it's gonna sound funny like he's not in on the joke um, even when he is he kind of plays behind this kind of dim and Kyle is witty Kyle uh, says funny things like and uh, from the point of view of Kyle um, and you believe that that's what he's thinking so yeah. there's a genuineness a to his funny like bear is a spectacle Kyle is a comedian there's like two different yeah you know, there's clownishness and then there's comedians and I feel like you know Kyle is more on the on the comedian side of things
1: That's a great distinction You know something that has stuck out to me this season and I wonder what your thoughts are on this is that kyle and devin have been close this season we're watching them sort of team up against big brother they seem to enjoy each other's company the most now in past seasons kyle has always been aligned with or the past few seasons kyle's had an alliance with johnny bananas which makes me think that johnny and devin are much more similar than they would like to believe yeah you would just agree yeah okay let me find where i am in the notes
0: Um, I would agree, possibly, but I think they just both of them are quick-witted gentlemen.
1: Okay, so Kyle is saying, like, I want to fuck over our enemies. Let's go after Fessy. Let's go after Anissa. And then in an interview... Cam's like, I'm not willing to do that right now. Cam wants to go after Teresa, but she does not want to go after Teresa until she knows for certain it's going to be a ladies' elimination. That takes us to a night out. We see C.T. and Big T talking, and Big T is just kind of like trying to apologize to C.T. C.T. is dressed like a Boston dad, Nick points out. I mean,
0: he's dressed like not even like a Boston dad. He's just dressed like uh, the most Boston... Like he's dressed like Southie guy. Like he's, uh, you know, he's got the, um, you know, what's those uh, caps? Those little scallywag Tangled scally caps. caps on his head, and then he's got a uh, newsboy bom- hat. Uh, yeah, and he's got a bomber jacket zipped up. I mean, this is what like the the hardcore uh, uh, Boston punk scene looks like. You know what I mean? And uh, it's interesting. It's the most Boston I've seen him look so far.
1: Big T says in an interview, like, I don't think that the towel's thrown in on CT and I. I feel like we can still win another daily. CT in an interview says, I should have picked Cam when I had a chance. And then he goes, ah, I'll just chalk it up to a rebuilding season. I
0: like that he's chalking this up to a rebuilding season because it's a funny way to compare this to sports. I mean, that's like the New York Knicks have been in a rebuilding season for the past decade, you know. <laughs> so that's when you kind of like, well, you know, we're going to lose this season. But, you know, this is me kind of building some other parts of this team This team of CT up. And that uh, means next season we'll be coming back with some firepower. Um, I, You know, it's interesting he says that, but that that, that implies he's giving up. On the fact that he's not going to win this. Well, he show. says it
1: not, not, he says when I got coupled up with Big T, I thought that is oh. what he's saying. Okay. So he hasn't thrown in the towel in his he's mind.
0: retrospectively, he may have thrown in the t- towel then. Right. But, you know, I don't know. I, I can't say that this guy's not going not gonna to get in he there. He could come he through. Could, he
1: could. Big T gets sent home and he picks, or, you know, he wins a gold score. There's a lot of
0: possibilities.
1: He picks Cam. I'd love to see CT pick Cam. I think that would be an interesting twist to the beginning of this show. Sure. We see Nani and Josh talking, aka two fools patting each other on the back. <laughs> Nani says, "We owe it to ourselves to try to get a gold skull," and it's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: of that's course. what you're here to do, you jackass."
1: <laughs> um, man, my dislike for Josh is unfortunately seeping into seeping into, the... into people. They're like good fr-
0: friends. Yeah, right? Yeah, he's
1: friends with. Yeah. Now I'm looking at people like, "How do you like Josh? Didn't you not see his big brother next season?" Oh
0: my my God with the pots and pans, banging them back and forth. He's trying to kill this guy.
1: Kyle's walking around. He's talking to everybody. He's trying to get the House vote to go in the Anissa and Fessy Direction. He's talking to Amber M. He's like, yeah, let's get the house vote into Anisa and Fessy. Anissa in an interview says, since I voted Kyle in, he's been upset with me. Anissa's in on it. She knows what's going on. Kyle in an interview is like, I have never been sitting better in this game. Like, Cam and I, I Cam's my partner. We're winning. I have a gold skull. Like, we're the, um, what are you, the, not the rogue agents, but the double agents. You know, he's just like, I feel... Great. Then we have a commercial. When we come out of it, we see Amber B talking to Big T and asking her in the bunks, would you say Amber M's name? Like, would you do that? Amber, and Amber B in an interview says, you know, I can't go against what Big Brother wants. I can't go against it. Amber M comes in to the room, sits down, and then she says in an interview, I am losing my trust in Amber B.
0: Yeah. This seems to be the second time possibly in this um, episode where someone's speaking about somebody and they show up like immediately. It's incredible. It's like such an amazing uh, uh, bit of TV when you catch that. What I found interesting about this was Amber B was talking about her big brother alliance and she's like I've been with them day one. Like uh, I mean I like these these girls that I'm, I'm, I'm hanging with but my, my day one alliance is Big Brother. I got I have to stick with them. And she names who they are. And Lolo's in there. And I forget they're including Lolo on Big Brother because she was on Big Brother. It was yep. Celebrity Big Brother. But I, this entire season never really thought of her as being in the Big Brother alliance. And when
1: she's saying day one, I think what she is saying is, I came into
0: this house with this alliance. I wonder if
1: production is stopping her from saying, like, I came into the house with an already formed alliance.
0: Uh, No, they wouldn't have stopped her because they always have uh, the the storyline of Wes making the pre-show phone calls Mm -hmm. on the show. That is true.
1: That is true. That takes us to deliberation. Michi starts off this deliberation by telling the house, I don't want to go down there. Yet. Amber M. says... I also just don't want to go down yet and then CT says is this how this works now we just like say we don't want to go in yeah. loved that moment
0: yeah it was great and then that's when uh, somebody uh, Leroy's uh, laughs and then he's like yeah I don't want to go down either
1: <laughs> 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 or some somebody
0: says "It was it Leroy
1: uh, well Leroy says the next thing which is like what names have you heard thrown around because Amber M right. had said I heard my name being thrown around and C- and Leroy's like yeah whose names and she goes I heard my name and Anisa's name and Anisa's like what and then Nick my Nick Maritato looked at me and says, this deliberation is a dud.
0: It's dud because they're like, all right, I guess everybody's mind's made up. Let's keep going. Yeah. And they, they, there was no fire there. I did find it interesting that Anissa like pretty much blamed Amber uh, on. She was like, you're taking the heat for saying what you said. Like, so basically being like, I haven't heard anybody say my name except you right now. So now I don't like you that you said my name because I guess there is that there's that feeling where it's just like, if your name doesn't get brought up in the de- deliberations, that means you're you're probably safe. Right. Because so far, it seems like every episode, they say who's... Yeah, you know what I mean? voted
1: in. There and hasn't been a surprise no. yet. No,
0: and then so it's like, okay, so now you're throwing my name in the ring. Whether or not that's even true, that means now everybody's heard my fucking name. I am now a choice on the table right, for people to think as they enter this voting booth. So I thought it was kind of uh, fascinating to see her. sort of point that out
1: they then go to voting everyone votes and then for the first time we don't learn who the compromise agents are cam and kyle come in they they uh they have a plan because they're gonna see who voted for who this is fun i thought this was fun because they have a plan because kyle's like i'm gonna memorize faces and cam's like i'm gonna count or something like that because that only shows it to you really quickly and then it goes away yeah so I like that they have they have a plan for this um seeing who the who voted for who. And then Kyle tells Cam that earlier Amber B approached him and was like, "Hey, can you please not tell anyone that Amber I'm going to vote for Amber M?" And then that Amber M approached Kyle and said, "Hey, can you please tell me if Amber B voted for me?" Yeah, she
0: was like, "I don't care if I go in. All I care about is if Amber B voted for me. Yeah. And then Kyle's like, boy, I can't believe that Am- Amber B said that to me um, about uh, not telling um, Amber M because I'm going to use this and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to. What, is she, what does he say? I'm going to destroy your game or Something I'm, I'm like going like to use that. this. I'm going to hold this against you. Yeah. Like um, and just kind of laughing about it. Uh, Do which, you
1: think he will blow them up? Um, Blow up Amber B's game?
0: It's just a great thing thing to have in your back pocket if you need yeah, it that you is know? true if, you, if, the, if the hot spot is going on your team just throw that out there and let them fight it out and then hang out in the back till your target cools.
1: So like I said they don't tell us who the compromised agents are. It's pretty much in our mind it's down to what Anisa and fessy or Amber and Michi. We see Anisa go to talk to Lolo in the bunks and Anisa gets low. She sits on the floor. She looks up to Lolo. She says, I wasn't trying to hurt you. And Lolo in an interview says, Anissa has talked to me more than any other female vet. I'm going to let this incident slide. She's not
0: that nice about it, though, in the moment. She's like, all right, thanks you know very kind of cold and uh you know and he's trying to make jokes and she's not laughing at any of her jokes really like she's just like i i won't go for your neck anymore i'll go for your legs oh wait no i'm worried about your legs well maybe i'll go for your ankles or something or just i'll keep it below the neck and and you know just Lolo's like huh right it's just like okay lolo you're kind of coming off like a psychopath a little bit right now childlike and uh and i think it that's honestly due to the fact of the conditions in the house i think people are starting to we've hit the point where people are like at the stress point where they're like kind of losing it
1: elimination is activated we see everyone getting ready to go and now we are at the crater. Now, now,
0: did we mention? Uh, I'm sorry if we did, but this is weird. That is a surprise to us. Yes,
1: we did. D- this is weird. that The, the mean, compromise is, agents. We don't know. This is
0: weird. This yeah. is weird. They're not telling us. Ashley didn't like it. She was like, oh, "Why aren't they telling us?" Even though I knew we were going to find out in like seven seconds. But like, I, I was like, like knowing. You like but, knowing. But
1: I think what's going on. If I can speak openly, please. This was kind of a boring app.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. This was definitely the least fun app. Yeah. Um, there is a moment coming up that makes this app ep- that redeems this episode, but um, yes, uh, this is a this is a boring episode. I
1: think it was a boring episode. I think that it was obvious who was going to go in, and I think the production just didn't give it to us just to have us. Yeah. Just, just to- give us
0: a little something.
1: Yeah. Eliminations activated. Everyone's in the crater. TJ says the compromised agents are Amber M and Michi.
0: I wanted Fessy to go in so bad. I really didn't want I don't I, you know Amber M and Michi that's not fun. That means to me that's like okay then then what's gonna happen here is there is a possibility of, you know, this deal that is cut between Cam and and Nani possibly, and I'm already thinking this in my head at this point. And did we mention that at all during yes. this show? Okay, so like at this point, it was pretty apparent to you, right, what was going to happen? Yeah. You, it was like so. I I think I thinking back on what you just said about how this was a boring episode. If they had laid this out the way that they normally lay out this episode, because spoiler alert, the people that they choose to go in against Amber and Michi are Nani and Josh. Um, and if they would have laid laid that out the way they normally do you would have just been like uh this is just no fun i don't want to see these vets beat up on yeah you know, but if like they had
1: picked if the house had picked fessy and anisa cam said earlier in the episode if the house picks them i'm gonna put in michi and amber so that it's easy for them because right. i'm close with Anissa." so either way and i think this is just what we get with an amber and a Michi I partnership. For, I think it's time
0: for Amber M to go home. I think, right? It's like she's getting in the way of good storylines a bit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> she's getting in the way of good storylines. She's not really bringing anything to the table. I mean, it was fun when she said to Tori, like, "If you're going around the house calling me weak, and you're not telling me that, then that's weak." That's really been her one line. Sure, but she's kind of just like got like a little sourpuss look on her face. So and both
0: both both uh, both double before agents. Before we get into that, like both double agents she, have. Gold Skulls. You have to remember that as well. Yeah. So, so that also takes away that sort of excitement. Cam and
1: Kyle aren't going in. But TJ says, how do you feel up there? And Cam and Kyle are like, we love it. We love being up here. <laughs> and it was really fun. It was. It was. Um. So, yeah, they vote in Nani and Josh. We learn it's, an, it's a men's elimination, and it's called asset destruction. It's the same elimination we saw Tori and Anissa face off in right. a few weeks ago. So
0: what that is is basically there's a huge, um, you know, uh, barrel of uh, uh balls heavy heavy medicine ball type things and then you attach to a rope on wheels that you have to pull and you have to pull this barrel over uh and uh you know basically like a big trash can over and it's really heavy and then the balls and then you have to throw the balls and break out the windows of this skull Um, But this one has a different uh, rule, which is before you can even grab that rope to dump the balls on the ground, you have to solve a slider puzzle.
1: And here's the thing. This is a big fail because I'm looking at Josh. TJ announces there's going to be a puzzle and I'm like, Josh can't do a puzzle. And then... Ed- editors show us how it will work they're like first you have to solve the puzzle and then da da da, da. and they show josh solving the puzzle and and then pulling the balls before yeah. the competition like, even okay, begins so, so
0: jo- josh josh <laughs> solves the puzzle we know that i guess they did that because once the competition starts josh solves the puzzle in like record time
1: Yeah, but it still would have been fun to discover. And usually when they show, like in Survivor, when they show people like this is how it'll work and they demonstrate it, it's never with actual contestants. No,
0: and the challenge doesn't use actual contestants either. They always do like the neck down thing. I wonder
1: what happened here.
0: Uh, Who knows? Uh, Maybe they didn't have enough footage. Maybe they didn't have footage of the puzzle. But
1: Josh solves the puzzle super fast. Um, He gets the balls. And then.
0: And and, uh, let's just say Michi is struggling with the slider puzzle. Can't, Can't do it. Um, he gets the balls, and basically the slider puzzle tells you where to throw the balls. Like that's what it kind of reveals because some of the uh, blocks to knock out are solid, and some of them you have to knock out to win. And he starts throwing. Josh starts throwing the balls, and he's not doing well. Let's just say this that. Is the funniest thing. It's I've so ever funny. Seen I mean, they start the throwing into him, and it's like exciting music, and then all of a sudden we cut to Josh, and they cut the music out and then they start showing Josh throw it and he just keeps throwing it and it's hitting like the rim it's like bouncing back and bouncing back, back. And horrible like, form then they start cutting to the people who are standing up on the top of the crater watching and they are laughing their fucking asses off at yeah. him i mean huge like i mean this is making him look like a jackass um and he and they're like they get fessy and fessy's like you know Josh is good at a lot of things but you know, he's a little goofy. He's just a little goofy and a little clumsy and then they cut to Josh and he's like about to throw a ball and he like kind of stumbles and trips and (laughs) almost falls over his own feet and, then they cut to like Kyle, and they cut to um, you know Devin, and they are losing it, laughing at this guy.
1: I think what is happening is Josh is panicking because he's like not even consulting the puzzle in the beginning as to where to throw them. He's just lodging balls at the thing, and it's just like Nick says, it's like either either coming up short or hitting the rim or bouncing and back. I'm
0: sure they had a little bit of fun with it, maybe, or maybe they cut it out, but cuts them out to save him some face, but I mean, he, he knocks, he hits the rim of this thing like 20 times and it keeps bouncing back at him in the funniest way. And Michi is nowhere to be found. He's still doing the slider puzzle. Um, you know, I, lots of comments on like how Josh throws this ball. I mean, it isn't, it doesn't look like he's done this before. (laughs) It is does look like a new person trying to throw like a ball. It looks like
1: a panicked person <laughs> trying to learn to throw a ball.
0: Right, like they had not learned how to do this yet. And um, it's, it's funny, guys. I mean, it's tough to laugh at people when they're failing sometimes. But now that I know who now Josh is, Josh. it was the most <laughs> cathartic moment on this show. I mean, honestly... Uh, guys, watch this season 19. If you want to feel like uh, vindicated in enjoying the antagonism that Devin has laid upon uh, Josh this season, go ahead and watch season 19 of Big Brother, and you'll just think back retroactively and go, wow, that was great when Devin was wi- winding up Josh. And this moment really felt good, especially after the week of Big Brother Ashley and I had. <laughs> it was so cathartic. Um, and uh, But Michi never finishes this slider puzzle. He just does, you know, he's like he's he's panicked he doesn't know he's looking at the other slider puzzle like it's gonna help him slide things it's just like it's a skull you know and yeah finally josh knocks one through gets the rhythm looks at his thing wins josh has the last man's skull
1: josh wins and he like freaking loses I it mean, he's like crying
0: <laughs> he's like on his knees he's like wow this is what it's like to win in a limb that's he's like his quote so like excited. i can't believe it like, he
1: yells up at devin hey devin hall brawl next and, <laughs> and devin
0: devin says yeah really quick i mean as long as it has nothing to do with you throwing balls <laughs> first and um it's just very quick moment but i mean there was no i mean he could have taken his time with this and won michi just he just got in his own head and couldn't do this yeah. puzzle. It was just too 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 high of a pressure situation, I think, for him.
1: TJ says to Michi, like, Michi's like, Yeah, I struggle with that puzzle. And TJ's like, Yeah, I still like you. Hope to see you in the future. He's
0: like, Yeah, that was horrible. But he yeah. does say it was terrible. Like, you really couldn't get past it. I can't believe it. But he's like, But I still like you. So maybe we'll see you again. And yeah. then Michi's exit interview is like, Yeah, I just should have studied puzzles. I'm upset about that. And like, I, I guess I'll come back and I'll try harder. Like, it was not a like, I'm coming back. It was not the J exit interview let's right. just say that it was just right. like I don't know if I liked this and uh, this was pretty bad for me but maybe if I come back I'll do better <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, great, Michi.
1: TJ says Josh has gotten the last gold skull, and now, Josh, it's your turn to decide. Are you going to stick with your partner, or are you going to infiltrate? He's like,
0: honestly, this girl has no quitting her. her. Yeah. Uh, this girl's <laughs> got so much heart, and I'd never leave her. She's one of my best friends in the house. I love when people say one of my best friends in the house. There's mm-hmm. eight people in the house. You can't <laughs> just say one of your best friends in life. She's one of my best friends in the house. I'm going to stick with my partner girl nani and he does now what's interesting is you see leroy looking at josh like you fucking steal casey back i'm gonna kill you like you know what i mean like he looks at her like don't fuck my game up josh yeah by being an idiot, right? He doesn't. Cam
1: just put you guys in when you yes, ask. Exactly.
0: Do your work here, and he does. And he so stays with Nani. Now Amber M is a compromised age, or is a uh, soul, rogue, rogue agent. Rogue agent. And uh, so we'll see what happens. Uh, who she has to get paired up with. Um, there, wh- there is a moment when Josh um, has to make a choice. He's like, you can take, and then TJ's, like, you could take Amber M. Amber M is just looking dead in the camera and just shaking her head no. And uh, <laughs> so nobody really wants Josh except Nani. Nani does.
1: So, this means if Amber M is the rogue agent, that means next week's will also be a guy's elimination.
0: Yeah, could be, but you never know. Arms could break. That is true. That is Uh, a good point. Is that the end of the episode? That's the end, folks. That is the end. Thank you for listening to our show. Make sure you're rating us five stars on the Apple Podcast app. Make sure you're listening to our regular show that comes out every Monday on anywhere those podcasts are found. You can also get more Reality Blows over at Patreon.com forward slash Reality Blows. Five bucks a month gets you two Blownus episodes a month. Go check those out. They're uh, ca- more a little more casual, a little more you know, a little more silly, a little mm-hmm. more silly. Those. Uh, mm-hmm those uh, episodes are. And uh keep listening to this recap podcast every single time we drop one. Thank you so much as always may TJ laugh in your face when you can't solve a puzzle.
1: And may you find that uh challenge icon but let everyone know because you're grinning ear to ear. Yep. Goodbye. Bye.